When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We here at the Fumbling Four Network take mental health very serious. If you or someone you know is having thoughts of suicide, please reach out to the National Suicide Prevention Hotline at 1-800-273-8255. If you don't like talking on the phone, you can text or start an online chat. Once again, the number is 1-800-273-8255. Welcome to the Resident Evil Lorecast, the podcast that will explore the various mediums and lore of the Resident Evil franchise, such as the video games, movies, novels, and more. And here are your hosts, Ariel, Daniel, and Aaron. Got something that might interest you. <laughs> so welcome back to the Resident Evil Lorecast. I'm your host, Aaron, and joining me is only Daniel. Hi there. Ariel is off enjoying her birthday weekend. Happy birthday, Ariel. Go have fun and don't don't look back. Just don't don't do it. <laughs> but we also have our lovely patrons joining us. Such as <clears throat> we have uh, a mango that is naked. Hi, naked. <laughs> Hi. I'm just Ariel. Oh, Ariel, when did you get here? <laughs> Oh my I just God. walked through the door. I I hate Aaron <laughs> and all of that stuff. And Leon, don't forget oh, Leon. Yes. Well, that definitely sounds like her. Wow. Don't forget about your hatred for oh Leon. Oh my God. Yeah, Ariel does hate Leon. We all I hate can't, Leon. I can't <laughs> fucking stand Leon, that ugly little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so we also have uh, Antique joining us today. Just. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Welcome to the show, Antique. So we have Barry King. Hello. Oh, that's me. <laughs> Jeremy Kelly. What? Who? Oh, God. He's back. Oh, there we go. <laughs> and then we have uh, the inevitable, the Seven Blades. I have arrived. <laughs> <laughs> so today's patron chat episode we are going to be uh throwing ourselves to the wolves and amongst the mercy of you the patrons it's patron chat choice <sighs> i was informed of this literally today because he doesn't read the patron don't chat read topics <laughs> No, no. Just, just, just say you can't read, and we. Can I've established this canonically. Aaron has said multiple times he cannot read. So I don't know what you want from me. I'll send it in Morse code. <laughs> don't worry. Yes, I'll get it then. <laughs> so what do we got? What are we going to talk about first? Who wants to go first? Well, uh, since there wasn't any specific topic other than just bring whatever we wanted, I thought I'd bring out some concepts. Then we could all think about or go over, or maybe we could. I can bring it up now, and we come back to it later if people need time to think about it. Basically, uh, what two concepts I have? One is 
which zombie variant or virus variant do you think would be the one to take you out if a zombie crisis uh, actually happened? And the other uh, um, concept is which zombie variant or virus variant do you believe you could handle in a crisis? Ebola. I immediately immediately have my answer. I would spend so much time preparing for all the important ones, all the really big bad ones, that I would completely fucking forget about the T-virus. And then just uh-huh. get like casually walked up on. <laughs> the, the common cold <laughs> is what takes me out. <laughs> I think these have to be Resident Evil viruses. Oh, man. okay. Uh, oh yeah, well, uh, we are. Yeah, the, the cold is, it definitely doesn't exist in the Resident Evil verse. Never. <laughs> Has to be umbrella created or um, or a subsidiary. Uh, the player walking around with a running. <laughs> 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 Leon! <laughs> oh my gosh. That's what I want now. I want I want realism in my games. Everybody has a cold. Uh, okay, so Mango, you're the, the minor one's going to take you out. The other part of that question was, do you think you can handle? I'd probably only be able to handle just the T-Virus because when it comes to the bigger ones, they always pull out something that you never plan for. <laughs> I will not argue with Hold that. Hold on, I'm not ready for 100%. <laughs> never see it coming. Uh, giant fucking caterpillar, anybody? I could handle it. Just saying. Just <laughs> squish squash. If there's a giant caterpillar, all you need is a big ass boot. All I gotta. <laughs> exactly. The irony. You know what to say about big I, All I can pick. Big feet. <laughs> Squash giant caterpillars? Is that what oh, they yeah. say? Oh, I'm saying this. If, I, I, can think if I see a giant zombie insect, I'm going to go find Shaq. <laughs> I've got a knife. <laughs> oh, my God. I, On all seriousness, I think, for me, it would probably be... C-Virus was the Nanos, wasn't it? The modified C-Virus was the Nanos? I think that's what was in the newest one. No. Oh, yeah, modified. Yeah, Yeah, it was a modified C-Virus. So I think the modified C-Virus that's delivered via drones would be what takes me out. Because I would not see those mini drones coming a mile away. Definitely not. Never see that. That's what's going to take me out. I'd be prepared for most of the other viruses. Now, I don't have a rocket launcher stored in the back of my truck like every Resident Evil main character does. Uh, but I can sure as hell figure out an ingenuitive way to create a bomb out of a vehicle and take that motherfucker out with it. But, uh, yeah, no, I'm not seeing tiny little microscopic drones take me out. That's that's what takes me. You don't have a rail gun? <laughs> no, not gonna be. You know what? Yeah, I, I, when I moved the, to this house from the last one, I just, I just left it. I was such a oh, moron. I won't need it's this. Too big to carry. <laughs> I had the backtrack. There you go. You had the backtrack. <laughs> you got a backtrack. <laughs> did you at least keep the uh, in true Resident key? Evil fashion? <laughs> oh no! I actually have all of those sitting over there on that shelf. <laughs> Do you or does Ariel? We're good. All right, Ariel has it, but she'll let me borrow it, right? Uh, we'll see. Oh, God. What's going to take you out, smartass? 
Me? Yeah. Probably every one of them. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I probably I might be able to survive. Oh, no. <laughs> I might be able to survive versus like the T virus, but like I feel like I would probably be killed by a G virus creature or uh you know the T abyss is the worst one, so one of those two. But I could potentially handle a regular T virus variant if I could see them coming or hear them. There you go. Smart, I don't smart agree with that answer. at all. <laughs> all right. Jeremy's being real quiet. Yeah, man. What are you doing? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. Which one would take me out? Uh, well, I'd like to say the nemesis, but well, let's be honest. T-Virus. Uh, which one could I handle? Zombie dogs. <laughs> Zombie dogs. <laughs> okay. On that note, I love how they make the zombie dogs so fucking terrifying throughout the series, mm-hmm. but they are literally just dogs. You have guns. I mean, at a you certain have point, a- they have tentacles. And- yeah, that's gotta- when it started to get weird. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah. When my hentai got mixed in, I just people got weird. <laughs> I don't know, that's not the upgrade I would have chose, but okay. <laughs> uh, uh, Blades, you didn't answer your own question. Uh, well, uh, you know, it's interesting that he says he can take out dogs because, well, that's probably what would get me. Uh, you guys know me pretty well, or at least outside this a bit better than some people do. I'm a relatively quiet, soft-spoken person, and I'm like that a lot in real life. I also love pranks. I scare the shit out of people constantly. Uh, I'm very good at sneaking around. Um, however, a dog would have a much higher perception than your average garden variety zombie, and even more than some of the, t- uh, the virus variants. I probably would get taken up by them. Plus, if I see a dog, I might try and pet it. Same. I love them, but the uh, dogs, I love them, but they'll also kill me. <laughs> Hello, puppy. Bye, <laughs> puppy. Hello, puppy. <laughs> Give me your hand. <laughs> Shake. All right. I have a question. Which Ari universe do you think you would fare better in? Because there's four of them now. At least four. At least four, yeah. So we have the main video game line, or the main and CGI, canon line. And CGI movie. Yeah, all the, the canon line, I guess. We have the Paul Anderson line. We have the new Welcome to Raccoon City line. And we also have the Netflix series line. The live the live action. Yeah, the live action. Ooh, spoilers for the episodes. <laughs> so yeah, there's our four storylines. Or canon lines, I guess, multiverse lines. Which one do you think you'd fare well in? Or the best? Whichever one has the BSAA, because I feel like I'd do okay as long as I was a part of that. 
aren't they in like two of those? I mean, so they're in the cannon line, and then in the Punisher release, there's a yeah. truck with a BSAA logo on it, but it's never mentioned. I count it. I think it. I would probably. I'd probably stick with the Paul Anderson one because as long as you're smart, you can survive because there's a lot less BOWs involved. That's true. So as long as you're smart about what you're doing, you can yeah, be able to survive the, pretty easily. Paul Anderson one had uh, zombies that could chew through concrete. <laughs> they learned from Neo. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. Well, as long as they can't dodge, <laughs> they're getting there. Well, and and Wesker can die by a door on that one. Easiest Wesker kill ever. <laughs> I don't ever want to go out like that, saying "Uh oh, <laughs> uh oh, door." <laughs> I have a zombie bug. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, personally, I could, I could, I can do with the game version. What do you think, Blades? The uh, question was, which one would I be more likely to survive in? Mm-hmm. None of them. <laughs> well, I mean, also I'll be honest. I, I have, dog. you know, relative a very particular skill set, and it's I could use a lot of it in some situations. But I have a my desire to help people often outweighs my desire to keep myself alive in some situations. Uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm good there. I'm a sociopath. Let's do it. You gotta you gotta be able to do both. <laughs> Stay winning. Oh my god, I'm a sociopath. We're good. <laughs> oh, kind of a uh, blade. I, I can't. I can't make it through a haunted house without abandoning my party. You think I'm going to survive? The, you think I'm going to worry about you people in the apocalypse? <laughs> <laughs> you people. Everybody other, everyone other than me. <laughs> I, got, I got that answer real quick. <laughs> everyone who's not me. All right, well, fair enough. You people. <laughs> we got to keep him on his toes. <laughs> oh my god what about you Daniel um, I would say so out of those multiverses uh, two of them have ended in like post-apocalyptic zombie um, the Welcome to Raccoon City we don't necessarily know how that one's going to be yet and then the canon universe has mostly been like a lot of isolated incidences I mean they've been connected but it's not been like global like Paul Anderson's and uh, I don't want to spoil the other one but <laughs> so far so I would say that the canon universe would be the best one to survive in because because you're not necessarily going to be involved directly like yeah it's happening but who knows if it's all these in the movies and games everybody's been thwarted every time it's not always going to happen but you could get away in town I'm in, oh no, that they're they're hillbillies, they're not gonna get affected. <laughs> I would have to say for me, it's probably gonna be the Netflix series universe. 
You just want to meet that Wesker. I do want to meet that Wesker. That man is a hero. <laughs> then or now? Uh, <clears throat> he wants to do the then. Then. <laughs> the then. <laughs> not, not now. I want to do that then. That man was a hero. <laughs> no, let me meet the now version. <laughs> I just want to talk. No, I don't. I just want to talk. I just, I just want to talk. That's it. That's it. I just, just want to talk. No thanks. <laughs> I will say. Well, I mean, it, not to go too much into the series, but it seems like my biggest threat is mankind. So easy. <laughs> I'll just bring Mango with me, and he'll let him do his sociopath thing, and he'll take care of everything. Your biggest enemy uh, is yourself. <laughs> Zombies! Look, Aaron's here. Mango. Get him! Oh god. <laughs> Aaron, make a lot of noise, and I'm going to sneak around the other side. Wink. <laughs> hey, fuck you. All love. You me. listened to what I said and then chose me. <laughs> you did this to yourself. Idea, yeah, right? I did. Uh, oh my gosh. Well, at any rate, uh, believe it or not, it's time for a mid break. <laughs> Well, here we are in the middle of the episode. Ariel, what have you? Oh, Ariel's here. Uh, what? <laughs> Ariel, what do you want? What do we do? Oh, it's awful middle yeah, in here. What are we doing in the middle of the episode? Uh, I miss my real Ariel. We thank our patrons. <laughs> I'm so supportive. I miss my real Ariel. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, 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 you stupid motherfucker! You bald-headed fuck! <laughs> too much. No, too much. Too much. Us. It's not. That's just too much. <laughs> oh no! It's spreading. It's too, too real. real. Uh, so yes, we thank our patrons. <clears throat> like, oh, you get ready for this one. Uh, Banana the Bard, aka Bananakin Bardwalker, pa- VIP patron. Yep, these are our VIP patrons, by the way. <laughs> I was just excited to say that name because I didn't know if I was going to get it out. <laughs> so we also have to thank Barry King. Hi. Thank you, Barry. <laughs> What's everybody in now, Ariel? We're no, all Ariel. Happy birthday, Ariel. We're all you. <laughs> One of us. One of us. Uh, so our other VIP patrons, Chris Slate, the dog 47, Glenn Meeks, Jay Zoobs, Jeremy Kelly. He ran away. Too many aerials. <laughs> Lord Salazar, Naked Mango. Yes. <laughs> Star Power Bitches, The Compound. William Jarrett is the last VIP patron. <laughs> then we have to thank our all access patrons, Edward Parks and Remington Cloutier. And then our official patrons, Quattro Hawkes, Paul Murphy, Ryan Black, and some random guy. I love that the patron names are getting crazier and crazier as this show goes on. (laughs) Uh, But thank you, patrons. You're lovely. We love you. Without you, we would just be talking into mics alone and weirdly. The best way to do this. Oddly schizophrenic. (laughs) The best way. 
And thanks to the listeners. We don't have to do it to nobody. So thank you, listeners. <laughs> I love it when there's another person when I do it. Uh, uh, <laughs> you don't have to talk to yourself. <laughs> you don't look weird. Smart as far as uh, in But uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I love me. I love me a lot. But uh, but yeah, so thank you, listeners. Thank you, patrons. You make everything wonderful. With that being said, though, it's time for some uh, lovely merch items or news. You know, whatever floats your boat. Ariel's not here, so she can't read an article like she always does. So now we can all call her a liar. She didn't read an article for this episode. Or she did, and she's going to tell me, actually, I did, and you suck. Because <laughs> that's happened before. But anyway, Mango, what'd you bring? <laughs> I miss Ariel. I read it's not really it's not really an article. It's kind of just a I don't know a notification. <laughs> but apparently on October 29th in 2021, an original PlayStation copy of the the very first Resident Evil was sold for two hundred sixty four thousand dollars, and that made it the most expensive PlayStation video game of all time. But why? Somebody did that. Somebody did. <laughs> Let's stop and think. Somebody, Somebody did, that. did that. That's for sure. <laughs> oh lord. I want one of those. <laughs> I just I saw that and I thought it was funny, so I figured I'd uh, share with all did of you. Did you find out why it sold for that much? No. Because you I can. I mean, you can get original PlayStation One copies for a lot less than that. I mean, yeah. Uh, I, I I guarantee this was an auction by people who had way too much money. Guaranteed. I wish I had that kind of money. Okay. I wish I had I wish money. I- <laughs> Me too. Okay. <laughs> uh, no links in the show notes for that one. That's just a G whiz pack. <laughs> oh gosh. Antique, did you bring anything for us today? I certainly Ooh. did, despite only having ten minutes to do it. But. <laughs> While looking, I actually came across something to fulfill my name. Woo. I have discovered on Etsy a Resident Evil Tamagotchi keychain. There's Tamagotchis? I'm looking uh, at it right now. <laughs> oh. I think it's just uh, keychains. Yeah. Yeah, they have multiple styles for only $18, and it comes with free shipping. Oh my god. Okay, so they're key. Okay, alright. I got real excited there for a minute. I thought it was like fully functioning Tamagotchis, but no, I see this. Keep this keep <laughs> this zombie alive. Feed it humans. That's what I thought it was gonna be. <laughs> they're still cool though. Oh yeah. They of course got the main heroes, Leon, Chris, Claire. But you also have Heisenberg, Wesker, Birkin. Lady D, of course. Nothing says Resident Evil fan like big titties on a keychain. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. oh my god! Oh my god, Mary! <laughs> uh, so yes, uh, you need you need you need a Tamagotchi. You need a Resident Evil Tamagotchi. That's all there is to it. You just, you just need one. Let's go. Oh my god. <laughs> With that being said, uh Barry, what did you bring for us this lovely evening? Oh I don't know. Uh, can I do two things? Go for it. Alright. Oh 
right next to each other. I found the uh, personalized Leon vintage shirt where it has a design of Leon, a bunch of Leons just looking in directions and some very nice font, Kennedy and Leon. And the other one is the uh, the baby, the Resident Evil Baby Girl Collection Volume Two, where it has all the <laughs> has all the husbandos with Baby Girl written underneath in text. Nice. It's Volume text. Two, Mango volume Advertised two. Volume One. <laughs> I don't know where Volume One is, but I'll, I'll have to look for it. Uh, <laughs> they sure do have. Oh oh oh! There's Billy. We got Billy. Billy's got baby girl stickers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh my God, oh Billy, my where'd God. you get those? Oh, Etsy.com. <laughs> Etsy, one stop shop for all your ridiculous needs. Oh, yeah. Oh, there's a volume two. You know what that means? The volume one sold out. Oh, man. You know what? I'm glad it did. Me too. <laughs> Uh, Jeremy, what'd you bring for us today? So I'm also doing two items. They're both on Etsy. Uh, one of them is by Geek Crystals. It is the Leon S. Kennedy 3D Photo Crystal Game Room Decor. It's basically a, if you've seen the, um, like the crystals that have the image of your pet in them and stuff like that. Mm. Uh, same thing, but well, it's Leon. They've also got, yep, they've got Ashley and Krauser. Uh, looks like might be from the remake. Do not quote me, but that's what it looks like. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, the price on it is fifty nine ninety nine plus. And the reason it's plus is because they have sizes are mini, small, medium, large, XL, 2XL, 3XL, 4XL, and giant. Giant is a thousand bucks. Uh, let's see. And it is 6.69. I'm assuming that's, assuming that's inches, but it may not be. <laughs> By 10.63 by 3.54. It's pretty big. The other thing is a Raccoon City vintage plat map. I think that's supposed to be plot. 16 by 20. Um, I actually did post that one on the chat. Uh, let's see. It's a it's exactly what it sounds like. It's a plot map of Raccoon City on the top right hand corner of it. It has bloody fingerprints. Umbrella logo in the bottom right, and it's the city. Can't really say anything else about it. Um, it is $35 even. Let's see. Oh, there's Ariel's numbers. <laughs> and it is put out by Nerdcraft. K-N-E-R-D-K-R-A-F-T. pop that one into the or I'll pop the other one into the chat the 3D photo so that Mango can buy it because he knows he wants it I want everything <laughs> I know you'll I want it all happy 
<laughs> yeah, uh, to answer your question, I did find the um, the three D photo crystal you're talking about. Mm-hmm. It is six inches by it, ten inches by oh, three okay. inches. So that's pretty fucking big. It's <laughs> a, a little above average. A little bit, a little bit. I don't think it's a thousand dollars worth, but no, never. <laughs> I'm sure it is to somebody. Uh, somebody, Hell. somebody. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so that brings us to blades. What do you have for us today? All right. Let's see. Have you ever just been driving around on a hot summer day? You gotta leave the car, and it's gonna be sitting there for a bit. You come back to it, and it's just hot as hell. Oh have my you god! Every day, and have I a... have a black car. Sorry. <laughs> have you ever wanted a cooler car? You know, something like sunglasses for your car. <laughs> well, today I've brought for you a Resident Evil themed uh, sunshade for for your vehicle. It lays across your windshield and protects your seats or your interior from the sun. Now, you can get this as multiple characters from the series, like Wesker, Ada, Leon. Um, you can also put in for a custom cutout for your face. So you, you can look like you're being driven around by some of the coolest characters in the series. Uh, the price for this is thirty six eighty five. I found this on Etsy. Um, it is brought to you by uh, Pontaginta. Um, the re- the reviews for this so far are relatively glowing. It has at four and a half stars, and re- uh, pretty much everything I'm reading about it is. Everyone finds this to both work and be stylish. It's both convenient and stylish. I mean, it actually does look pretty cool. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Well, I guess that brings us to Daniel. Daniel, what'd you bring? Daniel. 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 You've ever felt you've ever felt like showing how much control you have over science then what way can you get away with that by wearing a keychain with your favorite virus on there whether it's the t-virus the antivirus the nemesis um i can't think of what i was gonna say it's called nemesis virus no it's not nemesis <laughs> virus it's a virus uh, no it's parasite nemesis parasite Oroboros, the Los Pogs Parasite, G-Virus, or the T-Veronica Virus. You can get that from the vendor Raven Laboratories for $15.40, one of those. They have different ones that you can wear and show your power of science. Uh, or let your friends look closely at them and then see what happens. Oh my god. They run $15.40, normally $17.11. Though the fun part is the shipping. It runs $21.53 as it ships out of Germany. But they have different viruses that you can then put on display 
to see if you can scare your friends, especially if your field is in the scientific field. <laughs> and and they've never heard of Resident Evil. Oh my goodness. Well, uh, I guess it's me last. And I'm actually going to roll this into our sponsor because I'm super excited to announce our first sponsor uh, has something new coming out. So that's what I'm bringing to you for my merch segment today. So this holiday season's rapidly approaching as we are well reminded by our local Walmarts and other stores of assorted nature since apparently we just skip Thanksgiving and Halloween now. Uh, <laughs> I'm not salty. You are. Uh, <laughs> but uh, the people at FanRoll for this holiday season, we're going to be getting some new awesome merch and I'm super excited to talk about it. The first thing on our roster is the Shadow Light products. Now, the first one on this is going to be our black light dice tray. And it is a legitimate black light black light dice tray. So this dice tray is going to become uh, come equipped with built-in black lights along the sides and each tray will include a specialized D20 that will interact with the black lights from mesmerizing effects. Now, what this means is the dice you're going to be receiving are going to be kind of like the black oil dice that Ariel received recently. It's kind of got like this liquid feeling, filling, and it kind of looks like a snow globe effect. And it's really trippy under the black light. I got sent some demos, like screenshots and videos and stuff, and it's super trippy. Uh, <laughs> Uh, but they also have in the Shadow Light product is the Shadow Light Liquid Core dice set. And it's got a kind of snow glow, brilliant neon green glow to it. It's sick looking. So the next product we have is the Dragon Storm products. And if you were a fan of the Dragon Eye dice, you're going to be a huge fan of the Dragon dice sets they're coming out with. We're going to get red, green, and black dragon sets. And these actually have what looks like the, the dragon's heads inside of them this time. To complement that well, we also have the dragon scale bags that are coming out and the dragon scale dice trays that are coming out. So be on the lookout for those. And in November, it's going to be Pathfinder month at FanRoll. And in November, we're going to get our Pathfinder goblin dice sets goblin mammoth sized dice d20 dice and our pathfinder <laughs> bundle kit which is a dice set dice bag dice tray and what looks like a leather mat so in the d20s or actually in the dice period is going to be our lovely coveted for you pathfinder fans pathfinder goblin heads just going to be rolling in there <laughs> and the dice tray is going to have the Pathfinder map actually in the dice tray. So pretty excited for that stuff. And you go there, you check it out, and you find anything you like. You can always use our promo code AlmightyC10. That is the word Almighty, the letter C, 10. And you can save yourself 10% off. Rolling out of that one and uh, switching into our next sponsor, we have Nixie Gaming. If you uh, want some kick-ass Nintendo Switch accessories, controllers, Nintendo Switch carrying cases, 
even charging stations, head on over to Nixie Gaming and uh, use our promo code LOZLORE and save yourself a 10% off of the assorted products they have there. And I believe they also have some products for the uh, Steam Decks as well. So go check that out. And then we also have our next sponsor, W Energy. W Energy. <laughs> oh my God. He Which did thought? it. He did the thing. He Actually, said I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> oh God. Oh So head on over to W Energy. Check it out. Uh, tons of tons of assorted different flavors of energy drinks you can get there you get in one tub it's equal to 30 energy drinks better for you tastes great mangoes had some and absolutely loves them i think you said your favorite was dub sludge wasn't it so that is my current favorite yes yes what is it you said it was like an apple kind of flavor to it sort of yeah it's hard to describe Mostly because I don't remember much about it. I, I drank I drank all four flavors within the course of like two days. So, <laughs> so yeah, one container, thirty servings. It's basically a dollar a serving is what it works out to. It's ten times cheaper for you if you're a big energy drink, you know, consumer. And uh, it's the the formula itself is built for people like us gamers. So go check it out. And use our promo code FUMBLING4, that is F-U-M-B-L-I-N-G, and the number four, and get yourself 10% off of our W Energy. And head over there soon. If you've been looking at those metal tumblers, those metal tumblers got an email yesterday. They are being discontinued. So if you want to get a metal tumbler from W Energy, you better head over there soon. So, uh, yeah, that's it for our sponsors. So uh, that's it. We're going to go ahead and head to the end of the episode. Well, here we are. At the end of the episode, Daniel. Are you sure? Nope. So. <laughs> Ariel's not here to tell me it's an awful end of the end here. It's kind of endly in here. Endly. <laughs> Is that like spindly? Endly? It's close enough. That's what spiders do. <laughs> Oh, so we're here at the end of the episode and uh, we're here to answer those burning questions that patrons have about the series or to talk about the things they want to talk about. So who's up next? Swing your bat. It's just weird. I said it weird. Swing and a miss. Can't confirm. Real creepy. (laughs) Real fucking creepy. Anyway, who's up? (laughs) Well, I guess I'll take my shot. Uh, after Resident Evil 9, would y'all want to have a Resi 10? Uh, always. Absolutely. <laughs> well, I'm thinking the, from, well, from like- my point of view, I'm thinking of it the same way as how Fast and Furious has done it. The first few movies were great. After a while, you could tell they were running out of ideas, but they were still make them because of the money. <clears throat> Yeah. Now, do you mean like, would you like to see another Resident Evil period? Would you like to see one be remade or a revisited story, like a different side to it? Well, would you want there to be a Resident Evil 10 for the storyline? 
I personally am going to say no, just because I think uh, as far as 10 goes with it being the main cast, I think they've, they've done their time. It's time to put them away. That being said, I don't want, I don't want a new cast. I'm perfectly fine with much, many, many, many more Resident Evil games. I just don't want it to be numbered in the continuation of the same story. <clears throat> I'd kind of like to see. Oh. Oh, sorry, I'd like to see a Resident Evil like the new generation almost. You know, have Rose be part of it. You know, like a whole new team, but uh, with some of the you know younger characters, so to speak. So bring Rebecca back because I mean she's still young enough. Um, like I said Rose. Um, the Redfield hmm. lineage. Jake, I say did nothing well. <laughs> Jake. <laughs> they were trying real hard. Trying real hard to forget about Jake. <laughs> but of course we gotta have Hunk. <laughs> oh, Hunk has to be there always oh, oh. and forever. Uh, I would say this. I want them to continue the Resident Evil story. Yeah, I agree with Mango. I think our old cast is outlived. They're or outstayed their welcome at this point. I mean, we all love them, you know, and we want to see a good finish. But after that, I think it would just be overkill. I think we would be following, you know, a Fast and Furious kind of styling here. Just family. Family. Uh, but what I would like to see is what they've tried to do because there is a reason why the creators did not want us to call it Resident Evil 8. And they kept saying it's village. It's village. Yes, we put 8 in the title, but it's village. The 8 was just a placeholder. It was like to tell you this is where it's at in the storyline. But the game was called Resident Evil Village. They they drove that point home. Because at this point, numbering is out of the game. Like, we can't number our games anymore. And even 9, if the title actually is Apocalypse, then Resident Evil 9 in Roman numerals will be hidden in that title somewhere. Mm -hmm. And it won't be called 9. It'll be called Apocalypse. Finally give Leon his vacation. Oh, the (laughs) spinoff game? Leon's vacation. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's literally just God. him organizing his clothing drawer while I'm baking. It's, it's just going to be him chasing after Ada. Probably still. <laughs> it's going to be Leon in board shorts and a fucking like Hawaiian tee. And he's going to be like, I am in the Bahamas secretly looking for Ada. <laughs> That's just another. He's probably going to still wear his jacket, even though he's in like boy shorts. What I would like to see is like Resident Evil Origins. Like, I get we know the backstory and where it all started and yada yada, but I'd like to actually play as Oswald Spencer as a young man. Yes. Discovering the virus and maybe some crazy chaotic shit happened there. Um, I'd like to go into him going and discovering you know, using what he's found, creating the Umbrella Corporate. I'd like to see this kind of stuff. I don't know as if it would make a great Resident Evil game, but maybe it would make like 
that good seems like a extra good content for a future game. Yeah, you know, we could you mm-hmm. could even do the Telltale series of games for that. I, you could probably get away with that. Going forward, I'd like to see some more of that, and I'd also like to see not only exploring the new generation of heroes, so to speak, but I'd like to see some exploration of Blue Umbrella. I'd like to see some exploration of like some corruption within the BSAA. I'd like to see, you know, where Umbrella isn't our main bad guy. You know, you can talk about them, but I don't want them to be the main focal point anymore. I want to explore the darkness that is humanity. You know, there's corruption in everything. So let's explore that a little bit more. I'd like to see that from the franchise moving forward. Well, to answer my own question, I guess, I'm not a man who's judgmental right off the bat. It just depends on how nine will turn out for me. Because when it comes to the Fast and Furious movies, you could tell they were running out of ideas. So for me, it just depends on how nine turns out, whether I would want a 10 or not. I wouldn't say they ran out of ideas. They just uh, it was stopped giving a shit. Yeah, mostly that well, they, <laughs> took out, they took out the uh, the whole entire like racing aspect and just yeah, just, they took out the whole racing aspect and probably about what Tokyo Drift maybe. Oh man, <laughs> what they did to Tokyo Drift? A uh, turning point was four. Uh, forgot which one. Oh, just Fast and Furious. That's what it was called. Welcome to the Fast oh, and Furious yeah. podcast. Uh, yeah, they were still <laughs> racing, but at the <laughs> same time, okay, yeah, I, I, I can see that. Yeah, <laughs> it became about family after that. Family, family. family. <laughs> oh my god! So anyway, to wrap it back down to Resident Evil, <laughs> uh, does any anybody have anything else they want to talk about? Um, yeah, actually, I do. Um, so this is mostly for the PC players, the ones who play RE on PC. Um, and actually, I guess this would be for you guys, too, if you happen to play on PC. Do you use mods or do you just, you know, play the game straight up? Uh, depends on the mods. Uh, I'll, uh, uh, like on first playthrough, I'll do like a normal run. Um, and then later on, I'll do like cosmetics. Okay. Yeah. I really haven't messed around with it much, to be honest. No, I don't really use mods just because I'm afraid of breaking my computer and my game and everything that exists. I, because I, I use mods all the time. I just <laughs> never really think about it when I play Resident Evil. What I will say is, I'd like to caveat your question, okay. and I'd like to uh, partner with. Um, I want to see more companies pulling a Bethesda. I want to see more companies welcoming the mod community. And I want them to be more welcoming on consoles. It was good for that, too. Yeah. I, I want Capcom. I want... You know, Nintendo. I want all of these companies to turn around and stop looking at the mod community like it's the enemy. Sure, there are some mods out there that, you know, obviously we it's not really appropriate or you just it doesn't need to be on the platform. It's for a very specific type of people. 
but for the most part, I mean, some of the mods even just go in and scrub things up, clean it up a little bit. You remember your, your visuals are great. I mean, when I played Elder Scrolls the first time, I played it with cleaned up, you know, or Skyrim. I played with cleaned up visuals. I wanted it to be real pretty on console. You know, I say what? I was going to say some of them uh, replace the Xbox controller buttons with PlayStation buttons. I use that (laughs) on mostly RE, actually. Yeah, it's I'm tired of the gaming corporate world looking at modding like it is the enemy instead of looking at it like it's an ally that we can use to increase the sales of our games. And that is honestly why Fallout 4 and Elder Scrolls um, Skyrim they sold so well is because mods. You can add more content to your game or you can make it yours. You can personalize it. They sold well because of that. Over and over again. They were Skyrim was really released millions of times. But that's that's where I wanted to take that question too. Was no, I don't use mods, but I have used mods on other games in the past because of its easy, so you- easily accessibility, and you know that's the big thing for me. Yeah, so you don't use it for RE, but you will for other games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I would use it for RE if it was easily accessible. Sure. If I didn't have to download sixteen programs or you know go through a complicated process. No matter how easy people tell me it is, and some of them are easy to do, I I don't want to have to go through all that extra work. If I click a button and I can download it easily like it was on Skyrim or Fallout 4, like, great, cool. I'll do it. Adds more content and makes it more fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because a while ago, there was a group of modders making remaking Code Veronica, wasn't there? Mm-hmm. Yep. And Capcom shut them down. And... Yep. I will say yeah. that it's probably for good reason. Capcom Capcom's reasoning behind it, they came out and said that it was way too close to being an actual RE game. Which you know, I can agree. It looked very much like a remake game. Instead of getting rid of them, they seriously could have looked at it and said why don't we hire them and finish yeah. the game since they already did like, a good chunk of the game. It's already almost done. Why don't we just hire them? I mean, there's rumor mill going around that that actually may have happened. There are some companies. Yeah, there are some rumor. Nothing's confirmed. Nobody's really been open. And even the modders themselves weren't really open. Um, Some of the modders from the original RE4 remake games that were done by the mod community, they were actually hired by Capcom to redo some of the uh, (laughs) updates for the HD remakes so and the fact that even the modders aren't saying something aren't saying anything might actually be kind of telling you know they may have signed an nda mm-hmm. you know and got hired by capcom so i mean it may be you know legal reasons they didn't say you know they're not saying oh well they shut us down yep and then capcom came out in a public statement and said the reason we shut them down is too too close too close to a real they're too good yeah and that's the thing is i will say this much a lot of the times when modern communities are shut down that's the only end result with some of these companies it's easier to scalp you 
let's just call it what it is. It's easier to scalp you when you do a good job than it is to have to go out and headhunt you. I have to go out and find you. It makes my job 10 times harder. I got to pay 10 times the amount of money to find you. And if I find you and you're working for another company, I got to pay 10 times the amount to get you away from them. Why do that when yep. I can get a modder who's doing it? And they came to me. They just poofed doing in my lap. Good job of it. Mm-hmm. It's what a lot of these a lot of these video game companies are doing nowadays. So that makes sense. But the thing it kind of all come wraps back around of the modders that aren't rebuilding games from the ground up. Why aren't we more welcoming to the community for them? You know, it wouldn't be anything. I mean, Bethesda proved that point. It wouldn't be anything to add a mod community setting to your video game. Oh yeah. I say I know the um, I know the modern ports of the classic Dooms. You know they've got like, was it the Plutonia project? I mean they've got, you know they've got all kinds of user created mods on the actual game. Mm-hmm. CD Projekt um, Red came out and said that they would have, if they had more time, they would have added an option similar to what Bethesda did for the mod community. Cyberpunk. Mm-hmm. Mm. I mean, they do make it fairly easy for modders to mod Cyberpunk, but they just didn't have the time to add that kind of menu option for consoles and stuff. Sorry, I kind of stole the show here. What's everybody else's thoughts? <laughs> <laughs> how dare you host on your own show? Oh, how dare no you, kid? <laughs> Fucking podcaster talking. What's this world coming to? Oh, God. <laughs> How dare you run oh. your own shit? <laughs> These podcasters always taking the limelight. <laughs> Being a real piece of shit. <laughs> what do you think, Daniel? What do you think about the mods? Uh, I've only used some mods for like Bethesda games like Fallout and maybe Skyrim. I haven't really streamed with them because uh, I know I had a Fallout issue. Resident Evil, I have not. I haven't looked into it. Now I've watched some stuff with mods where like, you know, Mr. X is chasing you and it's just hilarious because there'll either be the DMX music of him chasing you or just like what the character looks like. I would probably more for Resident Evil watch somebody use mods, especially if they're funny ones, instead of me using them on my end. <laughs> so I'm more like a watcher for mods. Like, cause I, I downloaded Stardew Valley and it, I broke Stardew Valley. <laughs> I remember like, that. Like one of the mods won't let me use my controller now. Like it's perfectly fine for like two weeks and then it's like doesn't recognize the controller. And I don't know if one of the mods needs updated. And it took me I have forty five mods for it right now, so I don't want to fish through all of them to figure it out. User No <laughs> You didn't come to my house. Total to do skill it. Issue. Uh, oh skills. Um. <laughs> Uh, next Resident Evil crossover and the obvious one to people might be like The Walking Dead but I'm thinking like Shaun of the Dead I'm thinking Call of Duty no, it's a cosmetic if, if, there's, if there's a game that needs to die it's Call of Duty I've got oh. nothing wrong I've got nothing against the actual gameplay I just don't like how they do their business yeah I understand and I yeah so, I don't like their business either here's here's um Oh, you guys are talking about uh, Fortnite wannabe. Oh, I'm just thinking <laughs> like cosmetics, and, like 
in general. Oh, no. Uh, no, that's why oh, I, call I meant the Call actual Duty. cast from Sean of the Dead. <laughs> oh. oh. You're saying Sean of the Dead's going to come over into Resident Evil. <laughs> they just kind of like they're going, you know, just wander the zombie in. crisis and they just kind of it happens oh, to be the zombie yeah. crisis they're going to solve happens to be what Sean of the Dead uh, was on the premise was. I don't think Resident <laughs> Evil has ever done a crossover into their own games. <laughs> We're here. Let, let me help you out. You ready? Let's go. More Resident Evil meets Minecraft. That actually is did. a thing that's already I'm done. I'm pretty sure that already exists. It's already <laughs> exists. <laughs> um, I am going to call it right now. I am going to say... Monster Hunter now is going to have a Resident Evil crossover the minute a new Resident Evil game is re- released. That's, That's true, given. Because they are Capcom too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I am also going to tell you right now that The Division, I'm going to count it. When the next Division game comes out, there will be more than likely another skin event for Resident Evil. Yeah, I, I played The Division too, and I bought the Hunk skin as soon as I saw it. Uh, yeah, immediately. <laughs> uh, those uh, think, are the two games I'm oh, calling right now. Uh, if anything, uh, personally, I think Dino Crisis and Resident Evil should. And I've stated that. that multiple times because they could set it in the same universe easily. I- isolated incidences, zombie yeah, I, dinosaurs. I was gonna say technically they could just be like the umbrella exists, but then there's also another corporation that's bioengineering dinosaurs and it falls in the hands of terrorists or yeah, they umbrella teams up with umbrella because <laughs> <laughs> i'm pretty sure the dino crisis games are isolated yeah they're all usually on an island yeah. separated gee i wonder where they got that idea from what jurassic park yeah <laughs> welcome to dino crisis oh man the oh the jurassic park books they go crazy. I'm ready for a, a Dino Crisis remake now. It's it's needed. Mm. I think there's one similar to it that yeah, it's being made. Oh, you talking about um, fossil fuel? I just don't remember. No, it's a different one. It's like where you have to like hide from the raptors and stuff. Mine's a Moria. Um, <laughs> I can't wait for that. <laughs> oh my god. Mine's Amoria. Let's go. So done with you. I think I remember a VR game where you're essentially a kid who bonded with a, like a hatched T-Rex or something. Oh. And you have to solve puzzles alongside this baby T-Rex. And the overarching story is that the the predator that make the, the alpha predator of this that killed the T-Rex's parents and has claimed essentially the entire planet as its own is hunting you down because that baby T-Rex will eventually grow into a threat to you. That's an interesting problem. I don't remember who played it, but I thought maybe that's what you were talking about because you have there are raptors in there and they're also a ever-present threat you have to avoid too. I believe he was playing on a VR, uh, a VR headset. Oh, you're talking about Raptor Baby. Raptor Baby. Oh. oh my god well 
on that note, I think that's all the time we have for today's episode. That's fucking horse shit. <sighs> oh my god. <laughs> Deal with it. <laughs> so before we go, I have to announce we're still doing scream streams every Wednesday and Saturday. Uh, if you want to check it out, you can head over to twitch.tv backslash, isn't it? Backslash? Or is it forward backslash. Backslash. Uh, I can never remember the slashes. Yeah, twitch.tv backslash. <laughs> Almighty crits. Uh, you can check out Mango at uh, Mango, Naked Mango 33. Thank God. Fuck it, finally. I yes, got it's it. Naked I got Mango it. 33. Uh, Daniel is over at uh, Fumbling for Daniel on Twitch and uh, Mark is at Madlock I think it's just Madlock for Crocs underscore oh Madlock underscore Crocs Um, you can check us all out on Twitch we're doing uh, scream streams all kinds of spooky scary creepy games Uh, that'll be all month of October and then uh, when Thursday when Thursday comes when Thanksgiving comes I can all I can think of is Thursday Thanksgiving's Thursday uh (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> when November comes, uh, I don't know. We're going to be announcing some new stream stuff. We'll uh, probably just do some fun games with everybody, you know, since we're thankful for the fans. We might just do some massive games where we can have fun with the fans. So, uh, Uno. say what? But you play Uno. Play Uno. I'll fucking I'll end somebody on Uno. Uh, well, I always get 900 cards. Watch, done. Watch us stream Monopoly Go. <laughs> hey, I have I have Uno on yeah. for, on Steam. Isn't that a no. pay-to-win game? <laughs> uh, I think you can pay to win it, but it's uh, you don't have to. So uh, yeah, be on the lookout for those, and um, yeah, you also can head over to fumblingforstore.com. That's fumbling the number four and store.com and pick up some of your sweet fumbling for merch. We're coming out with some new stuff. I think we're gonna do um, some Thanksgiving themed. Uh, fumbling for merch it'll only be out in november so go check it out if you want some uh i'm thankful for the fumbles merch <laughs> are you uh, ever going to do yes. the i read an article t-shirt i i am currently working on something along those lines <laughs> <laughs> i read an article and then on the back we'll say uh, much like i always do <laughs> I still say you gotta have a you gotta have a drawing of Ariel with Mister X looking over her shoulder <laughs> with question marks over his head. Sunny, Sunny, there you go. T-shirt idea, Sunny. Oh, <laughs> uh, so uh, yeah, go check out the store. So until next time, thank you all for listening, and thank you patrons for hanging out with us today. I love you. Glad to be here. <laughs> Been a blast. We love all of you except for one. Me. Is it me? Is, is it, me? it I? <laughs> you, you, you'd know. <laughs> mm, is it? <laughs> <laughs> well, until next time, thank you all for listening. Tune in next week. Bye there. Adios. Bye. Thanks for joining us tonight on the Resident Evil Lurecast. We hope you enjoyed it. If you did, tell a friend. Leave a comment and a review. If you want to keep chatting with us about all things Resident Evil, you can find us on the Robots Radio Discord. You can also chat with us at RE Lurecast on Twitter. Till next time, stay safe out there. And remember, we might have something that might interest you, stranger.